This morning, we're talking about marriage and family, marriage in particular. And if you could turn to Hebrews chapter 12, verse 15. And I'm going to have Dominic come up here and read our scripture this morning. Uh, Dominic, he's a senior at Kapolei High School. Be careful that none of you fail to respond to the grace which God gives. For if he does, there can very easily spring up in him a bitter spirit, which is not only bad in itself, but can also poison the lives of many others. This passage talks about grace, God's grace. And God's grace is when he gives us favor or kindness that we don't deserve or we cannot earn. This morning, I want to look at having a grace-filled marriage. And when it comes to my marriage, sometimes I get a bitter spirit. And I see it drives a wedge between my wife and I. And just like the first man, Adam, I tell God, it's the woman you gave me. I'm always blaming her. But I learned something as I was preparing for this message. Because God says that it's all on me. It's because I fail to respond to the grace that he gives me. And that is what's giving me the bitter spirit. It has nothing to do with my wife, so I apologize for all those years of having a bitter spirit. My wife, I proposed to her, I think it was Christmas. And of course she said yes. But I'm sure she was having doubts, because the more she hung out with me, I think she saw that maybe I wasn't the man I was projecting. She had a watch, and you could change the bezel around the face, so I guess you could match your outfit. She used to work in downtown, and one day she comes home and says, I lost my bezel. Somewhere from my office, the two blocks I walked to the bus stop, I caught the bus home 19 miles to Mililani, I lost the bezel. So I didn't know this at the time. But she prayed to God, God, if I'm supposed to marry Matt, you give me my bezel back. <laughs> I didn't know she did that. I would be in a panic. She goes to work the next day. She's looking around her desk, and there in her trash can, which had been emptied, you know how when you put the trash bag in the trash can, if you don't let the air out, it kind of flies up? She said it looked like the plastic bag in there was a pillow. And in the middle, 
of that pillow was her bezel. To me, that is the grace of God. And yet, I forget that story. And so because I don't respond to the grace of God, a bitter spirit can build up in me. This morning, I want to look at the Israelites. They were walking around in the wilderness for 40 years. And in Joshua chapter 3, when God was going to move them into the promised land, he actually stopped the Jordan River so they were able to cross on dry ground. The Jordan River at the time they crossed over was at flood stage. It was super high. And once all the Israelites had crossed over, Joshua commanded them to pick up a stone, the 12 tribes. Pick up a stone and set it up because it was supposed to be a memorial. So that every time they come by these stones, they could remember God's grace moving them into the promised land. They could talk to their children about God's grace and what he did that day. And for me, I felt like God was saying, you're supposed to make a memorial of all the moments of grace in your life. So I propose this morning we reset our marriages. God says in the Bible that his compassion is new every morning. Nothing is impossible with him. And I asked uh, Pastor Thomas to email me some wedding vows. He actually emailed me the wedding vows that my daughter took when she got married. And yours are probably similar to this. It says, I take you, and it would be your spouse, to be my beloved wife or husband, to have and to hold from this day forward, for better, for worse, for richer, for poor, in sickness and in health, to love and to cherish till death do us part. As God is my witness, I give you my promise. And sometimes, when that bitter spirit rises up, we forget the promise we made to our spouse. So I want to take like four minutes Close your eyes, and I want you to go back in a time in your life where God gave you grace, something you didn't deserve or you couldn't earn in relationship to your spouse. It might be your marriage. 
And if you're single, God has given you grace too. I want you to go back to that time. And I want you, like the Israelites, to pick up a stone and put it as a memorial to God's grace. Would you listen to this with me? But in our marriage, individually, aren't we like an island surrounded by a stream of God's grace and love? In his book, A Grace-Filled Marriage, Dr. Tim Kimmel, he says this, grace is giving your spouse what they deeply need but don't necessarily deserve. My wife knew I was having a hard time preparing for this uh, message. I am not an A student. I'm not even sure if I'm a C student in marriage. But she said something to me a week ago. She said, honey, and she doesn't call me honey, I think, because I'm so sweet. Even though I probably eat more candy than all of you combined. But I think she calls me honey because she is calling out who I can be. She is saying that I can bring the sweetness of God. And she said, honey, I've known you for 19 years. We've been married for 17. God told me to marry you. I'm not going anywhere. I'm not quitting. And I felt the grace of God. As God gives her grace, she was able to give me something I couldn't earn or didn't deserve. And so I made a memorial. And I said to myself, as long as I live, I will not forget that she's with me in the long haul. I don't know about the rest of you men, but I like messed up all my relationships because I felt like I didn't deserve this person. And so I would bring my bitter spirit and it would fall apart. God said to reset, to don't fail to respond to the grace that he is giving you. My mom and dad, two weeks ago, they just celebrated their 66th wedding anniversary. I have a picture of them. This is uh, Wailana, the week they closed. Lena, girl, actually painted that picture for them because that's where my mom and dad went on their first date. My mom wasn't feeling well this past Monday. 
So my brother rushed her to the emergency room. He calls me up. Hey, Matt, you got to watch dad. I got to take mom to emergency. So I go down. And my dad, his health is failing. His kidneys are on the verge of shutting down. And he doesn't want to do dialysis. He sleeps most of the day. And for the seven hours I was there with him, I'd say for three hours, he was singing, lying down in bed. And I was trying to figure out what was he singing? So I would mute the TV and he would stop. I would turn the TV on and then he would start singing again. I actually recorded him. I stuck my phone in the door where he couldn't see. I muted the TV. And what he is singing is, my mom's name is Beverly. My dad is singing, Oh Beverly Zane, my Beverly Zane, I love you so, oh Beverly Zane. Would you listen to this clip that I stole from my dad? sang this song for over three hours until my mom came back from the emergency room. A grace-filled marriage is treating your spouse the way God treats you. I think I see in my parents' marriage close to unconditional love. And I believe that that's the song that God is singing to my dad. Because in Zephaniah 3, 16, let's look at what it says. The Lord your God is with you, the mighty warrior who saves. He will take great delight in you. In his love, he will no longer rebuke you, but will rejoice over you with singing. God wants us to have a grace-filled marriage because our marriage to our spouse is what God uses to show the world our relationship to him. Treat your spouse the way God is treating you. And if you're not married, treat your classmates the way God is treating you. Treat your family 
the way God is treating you. Treat your co-workers the way God is treating you. Treat the person you see standing on the corner holding a sign the way God treats you. Because I think if we're still enough and we listen, we'll hear God singing. Oh, Nadine Wise, my Nadine Wise, I love you so, my Nadine Wise. Would you bow your heads and pray with me?